0: Coming, thank you for coming on the podcast.
1: No worries, buddy, no worries.
0: So if you want to tell everybody uh what's your name? Uh first of all, just so everybody knows who you are and you know, tell us tell us all about you.
1: Okay, so um yeah, I'm Stacey Farnell, um I'm not from Swansea originally, as probably people pick up from the accent. Um me and my wife are both in the army, met uh, met in Oldershop back in uh, in early 2000 and uh got married and left the army. And when we decided to leave, uh, through visits down here and, and, and sort of weekends away on leave, we, we decided to uh, to move down here. And yeah, it's probably the best decision I ever made to be honest. I mean, when I first left, everyone's impression of, of Swansea was pretty much twin town, you know, this yeah, was, yeah. This was, this was <laughs> yeah. way before the Swans were doing well in, in the Premier League and stuff. And, uh, you know, a lot of my mates were like, you know, like why Swansea? And people hmm. didn't know about Gower, they didn't know about, you know, in in the army your impression of Wales is the Brecon Beacons and the Mm. fact that as soon as you cross into Wales it starts raining that is that is it job done (laughs) and then we come down here and um, and I'm trying to say to people look you know just in Swansea there's like there's land and there's Caswell and there's these all these amazing beaches and then if you go into Gower there's even more amazing beaches and if I want to go to the mountains they're just down the road and um, and yeah so we've lived down here now for probably I think we moved down back end of 2007, so mm. sort of 13 years now. Uh, Coming to 13 years, living in Morriston. Surprised we haven't picked up the accent, yeah. <laughs> j- j- mate, honestly, my, my lad is literally everything is mush and mun, and like he is proper Swansea. That is, yeah. that is it, and, and I can't help it. I'm terrible. I say like after everything, mm. and I'll and I'll copy. You know, I lived all over. I wouldn't say lived all over the UK, but you know, old shot, I lived in North Yorkshire. Lived over in Cambridge. Mm. So almost like that sort of north, south, and west, and I always pick up something from from where I go, or you know you work in a diverse uh, in a diverse group of people. I sense one of the boys running this morning you you choose your mates mm. because you grow up with them and you either play football or rugby, or you just you 've got something in common whereas in the army you are all literally thrown together. Mm and the the most unlikely friendships come about like some of my best mates and they're still my best mates now and have been for over 20 years I probably would have bullied at school yeah not that I'm any sort of hard man but you know just like (laughs) that that horrible childish bullying name calling that sort of thing but you join the army and you've got this really thick skin everyone's got a nickname everyone's Hmm. got something we had had a lab with with one hand and, and all he had was like his thumb and and a bit of his little finger and everyone called him the claw and that was it he was he was known as the claw for his whole career we we um plastic cuffed uh or zip tied a mannequin's hand onto his onto his smock one day so when he put his hand in his smock we were like hey you've got a hand all of a sudden you know there's no there's no boundaries there so um and I moved down here and actually through a lot of the friends i've made are through running mm-hmm. down here social media as well i know so many people through social media through through twitter and instagram mm-hmm. through that um but it's the closest i've got to that army environment where people literally don't care like you know mm-hmm. there's some, and i don't mean that in a nasty way but swansea is very chilled parochial like that and yeah. it is yeah you know forget the swansea kind of thing uh, you know it's a cracking nightlife but there is there is more to Swansea than than Wine Street. There's more to Swansea mm-hmm. than the Swans. My friends don't always get it that when you walk down the street in the morning, people say hello to you. They say, "All right."
0: Yeah. yeah. Everyone yeah. says that. It, yeah. Do you know what? It is a bit of a Welsh thing to do it. No, it's in particular Swansea. I think like um, I was speaking to somebody before who knew one of the Swans players, one of the football players, and they they love like coming or playing for the Swans and living in Swansea because they were saying something like you know when you like you know like they, obviously they're famous a lot of people usually around like different places would go up running up to them and be like oh you know can I have an autograph this and that whatever in Swansea they go all right mate let's go in yeah you know it's like it's just totally totally different a lot more chilled out
1: same you see the Ospreys players in Tesco's all the time you mm-hmm. know and aside from the fact that they're bigger than everyone else you know they're normal people they're out shopping their family there was mm-hmm. no I've never actually in all the times I've seen players down here I've never gone up to a player, either Ospreys or, or, or Swans and gone, can I have a picture or can I have an autograph? Mm. Probably, if I was with my lad, I probably would, I'd probably go, look, let's go and ask, you know. But I just like that, you know, I've actually, I'm at the point now where I, I try not to, if I'm walking the dog, I don't make eye contact with people because people always want to have a conversation. <laughs> not necessarily <laughs> yeah. just for me, but people yeah, yeah. like, oh, you know, oh, what breed of dogs that? And then I'm stood there chatting with them for 20 minutes and I know how many mm. grandkids they've got and all this, which is brilliant. And, and at the same time, as I say, I've met so many people through social media, mm. and it's not social media is a great tool of, of meeting people, but you probably don't ever meet ninety percent of the people that you, you you connected with or you like whereas actually you know we just talked before I've, I've been on, lucky enough to be on another podcast with a couple of boys and, and mm. basically met them through social media and a lot of the people who I interact with like daily mm. is, is through social media and and I've transcended. I've got friends now on Facebook that I only used to know through Twitter and you know some people go all oh, right well who's that I don't know I've never met them mm. but why why have you let them into that inner circle and it's like well because we connect so well yeah, and actually yeah. I think if I do meet them they'd probably be a really good laugh they're my mm. kind of people you know
0: well I suppose it's the same as me and you in a sense isn't it my it was uh like obviously the reason I like messaged you initially wasn't it, a couple of months back was uh my uncle, Dicko, he's, uh, he said, oh, you know, you're going to do an ultra marathon, obviously, I know a guy who's, yeah. uh, who's done a couple, more than a couple, like, yeah. um, you know, and about getting in touch, it? and uh, you know I mean? it's obviously the first time we've met today now, but like you said, we've been, we've known each other for however long, like a, yeah. six months plus or whatever on, on Facebook or whatever, you know what I mean? but it's it's mad that, you know, we, we've got so many different people on there, like you, like you said, you don't know, you might speak to them online, but then when you see them in person, you go, oh, fuck, you know, do we know each other well enough to talk in, in person and stuff like that
1: yeah i mean one of the guys i know um dan gilmore you know i'd, I'd known him through social media we'd we'd laughed and joked mm. about the same things and then we were both in the uh, in the lc one day he's there with his missus and kids i know my lad and we we looked we locked eyes up four times and i was like it's him Yeah, yeah, yeah. and he'd done the same thing <laughs> it's him and we basically sort of moved around the pool you know and, and then like you know the kids ended up sort of being near each other and i was like Dan, isn't it and he was like mate you <laughs> yeah. know like I didn't want to come up to you in the middle of, of, of a swimming pool and we both just got shorts on." going oh Stacy isn't it um but that is again is, is Swansea in a nutshell like everyone in Swansea knows someone who knows someone mm. for such a big place yeah, yeah it's such a small place you can't talk about like like I said you messaged me and 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 said "Oh, you know about about Sheryl and Dicko and I was like oh yeah brilliant you know mm. I've got no problems with that I've had similar for the people like I, I run for a running club in Neath uh, run for All Neath and um, a lad messaged me and he's like oh look I hope you don't mind you know this is on Strava now I hope you don't mind me asking a couple of questions and I've gone, oh no no it's no dramas, mate and I was literally chatting to this guy for about four or five months mm. different things oh mate can I ask you a question no dramas like his mum is 70 she's got to be 72 she's more than that, next, but 73 74 she's in our running club as well yeah she he yeah. took up running when she was like 68 69 and he's like, oh yeah, my mum put me onto you. And I was like, what? And he's like, yeah, my mum was saying that because I wanted to do some ultras and I was a lad in the running club, does them all mm. the time, Looking up on Strava. Like his mum is amazing. Mm. Like um, her nickname was Jean the Machine. And, and because like she's got herself up to half marathons. And I think now fitness and at any level, whatever you do, is a real um you know it's impressionable for, for kids to have parents that, that, that keep themselves fit and healthy. But imagine what it was like for grandkids in their nan going oh, away man. for a week like she'll go away for a weekend with the girls, they went the, and did the Liverpool rock and roll half marathon. Our nan's going away with the girls like and they'll go on a like a mad tear up after the race. Like, you know, and they're like like this Asbo crew yeah, yeah. You know, with Gene at the helm and you go there's no age limit anymore. It used to be like mm. you, you know, you're too old or do you know what i found? It's I, I, it's really inspiring.
0: We so said, uh, like, you know, like people who are in their, like, late 60s, 70s, you know, and sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, even older than that, you know, which are, like, are running, like, long distances, do you know what I mean? They're running, like, you see them in the half marathons, like you half marathon. You see, yeah. like, you know, a guy who's in his 90s or whatever was, like, running, and then he's getting, like, sub two hours and things. You're like, that's just it's crazy. But the longer distance stuff we're getting is very popular i think apparently that you actually you get to a certain age. i think it's after like is it in mid mid 40s or when yeah 50s i think so I think like uh, better, better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah
1: i mean one of the boys that runs with us um and again social media is, is has played a massive part in it um the the main core of people i know so the guys that like david martin and nick francis who started swansea half mm. I, like i know them through twitter and uh, nick owen who i run with probably pretty much every day is is nearly 20 years older than me but at, but at 59 I'm sure you won't mind me saying that you know he's the one ev- literally most nights who who'll put a text in the whatsapp going anybody out tomorrow morning miles you know and it, I've got these people who will walk and I'll go well actually I've got no excuse not to cry for 60 year old nearly 60 year old blokes getting out mm. and <laughs> we're not talking 10 K's like I said to you earlier really, I've done a lot of miles through lockdown and he's done almost an equal amount of miles i mean he was going out Sundays and just like like monday 40 miles tuesday 30 miles wednesday 11 miles thursday 40 miles you know he was cracking out consistent 70 mile weeks and you go do you know what how can i not get out and train tomorrow when i know he's going to be out yeah yeah. he doesn't like hilly runs hates them but he's doing you know be up clay smart road up to the dvla he'll be all around Will and Cockett and Townhill, and you go, well, I can't not go out hmm. if he's doing that. And, and
0: he's what, fifty fifty nine, fifty nine. 59, 59 oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So, uh, as you said, I, we talked about this earlier on as well, but for everybody listening, um, how many miles have you done to, to date this year? So, so well? I've done, um, <laughs> yeah,
1: so last year I did 1,700 and I think it was 1,749 or 29 miles, something like that. And I've done 1,900 miles already this year. Yeah. So by, hopefully by the end of next week, I'll have hit 2,000 miles and, and I'm probably, I'm gonna try and hit sort of at least 2,500 for this year. And that's, I mean, lockdown's played a huge part in that. I've run 1,600 mm. miles in lockdown. Um, my general weekly mileage is probably 35 to 40 miles. But if I'm training for something, I'll push up to 50. Mm. And I was doing consistent. I think, I think this week I probably won't throw away this weekend. I've run, I think I've run at least a hundred K every week switching between miles and kilometers just to piss people off, but probably run hundred K every week, which is, which is 62.2 miles. So at least, at least hundred K every week for probably the last two months. Hmm. Um, Do you, you know, know. Cause, I, cause when, when you
0: first put that up, right? I was like, that. what the fuck? I was like, I, I, so I, I looked at my Strava then. I was like, like what's my old, you no, know, like, what, what have I done this year or something? I can't remember what I did this, like I've done this year, but, I know my all time on Strava, bearing in mind I did use Runkeeper for a little bit before as well, but not for no long. You know, my all time running on Strava was like 900 and something odd miles. Or like 1100 maybe or something like that. And I was like, that's my all time. And I'm like, he's done more than that in the last couple of months. I'm like, that's just,
1: it's bonkers. It's it's not, and it wasn't something I planned to do, but because of the pandemic, Mm. every man and his dog turned into a kettlebell assassin or flipping trx or skipping ropes i mean you literally you were lucky if you could get a shuttlecock online (laughs) because people thought they could do some sort of workout with it um and whilst i'm a massive advocate for anybody doing any kind of fitness it was pissing me off because i didn't have the things Um, Mm. and and just to take a step back like all i've done for probably so i've been at the army for 12 years now and all i've really done did, I, did, I played rugby for a couple of years, which I'll sort of touch on a bit if we get time, hmm. And then I started running again, and all I've really done is running. I've I flirted with different gyms and going, but really inconsistent, and running was my, was my constant. Yeah. And then um, um, Carl Mainwaring opened Mainway Fitness down in the, the, the new gym uh, sort of August, September last year, and I went down and joined the gym. It's a great setup. It's not the biggest space you'll ever be in, but they've maximised every inch of it for mm. for the for the, um, for the users. Really, really fantastic atmosphere down there. And I went in and, and straight away um, said Nick Francis before Nick has, has, has done time at Titan and, and loads of other gyms. And actually, he is he has been a huge um, influence on going. Well, let's go to the gym. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. I said to you, really, he, he sends me stuff on Instagram. Let's do this, and I'm like, no. Let's not and stop sending me this shit because I don't want to do it. But I'll go and do it anyway. And I got into the gym hugely. I was, I was, you know, really, really into the strength and conditioning things like the assault bike, the skier that I'd never really done before. All of a sudden became uh, a real, you know, this sort of a real cornerstone of my training. Mm. And I was like, well, I'm doing really well. And then lockdown hit, and all of a sudden I didn't have any of that. Yeah, you know, because listen you go down to a gym and you've got all the weights and you've got the machines and you've got all of, it's great But right. if you're stood outside the front of your house skipping it ain't the same i don't care what anybody says like mm-hmm. you can train anywhere yeah yeah the gym is the atmosphere the gym is the atmosphere, the gym is the, atmosphere yeah. the gym is the you know the the smells and, and and being able to just make something up and go well i'll do something on that and something on that and cobbling a circuit together mm-hmm. skipping up and down my street <laughs> while the local kids are like oh, who's this dickhead yeah that, that wasn't my bag <laughs> so i made a conscious effort to go out because like i sent to you earlier i run it um generally i run at six o'clock in the morning but i'll go out earlier if i need to if it's if work means i've got to travel or or whatever so i started in lockdown i started going out with like start off at six and then some days i'll be out earlier than that sort of half five and i'd run and because i've, I've worked from home now since probably march the 15th 16th something like that I'm, that's how i've managed to amass all these miles and i've, I've been unrestricted in mm. what i've been doing in the morning you know i, I can still get be online for eight half past eight but i'm able to do some days you know up to 20 miles on a wednesday morning that's unheard of but i'm only able to do it because i'm sat at home like in the afternoons yeah. i'm like you know yeah that's
0: it if if you're going actually into work in the office you've got to you like, it's, yeah it's no, a totally different, it's different.
1: Thing. but at home you can you can chill out and and as i say i felt a huge part of my training was missing because I wasn't going to the gym and, and you know, to be fair, the likes of Carl and people like Chris Ware were putting loads of stuff out for their, for their, um, was for their nice members. They were members. doing loads of online content. Mm. And again, do you know what? I just don't want to work out in my living room. I don't know. Mm. And, I, and I got ended up yeah. uh, mainly ended up getting a kettlebell for me and we used it. I, I used it at home. Don't get me wrong. Again, not as much as I could have. Um, because at that point, I'd think I'd become a little bit obsessive with with the mileage and stuff, and 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 doing the running. Um,
0: I I, a, one of other things I found? You know, like you said there with the kettlebells and stuff. I I I think it's if it's just one or two things, and you've got or like one kettlebell, and you're doing a couple of exercises with it. That's quite like repetitive or boring, essentially. But when you like what I found through lockdown, I loved it. Actually, it was Lucky enough, I had a lot of equipment from Titan. He always gets a plug in on this podcast. He yeah, yeah, kind of yeah. does actually. It's for the third time now, um, but yeah, literally, he, uh, you know, I had a good a few bits of a kit from him, and I had some stuff in the house anyway. So I was doing pretty much the same circuits as I'd be doing in Titan, but just less. You know, so what instead of like fifteen, you know, exercises, yeah, yeah. it'd be like I don't know, eight to ten or whatever um you know so i'm mixing it up doing three rounds doing the same sort of like sets or whatever and i just I, I, I got on with it quite well but like you know if it was like you said if it was just like if i had a skipping rope or if i had just the kettlebell you know i wouldn't have been i wouldn't have been able to do anything that's why i think running has been good for me through lockdown as well
1: yeah i mean i saw you know i've, I've obviously seen some of the stuff you've done on, on facebook and that and some of the different challenges you set yourself and mm. like the evolution of training like last year when I joined the gym initially it was it was lightweight it was very uncomfortable I didn't really know what I was doing I was having to learn techniques and by the end of the year I was going down you know and, and again so I just say I, I could always be working with someone else by the end of the year I was going down I was doing those sessions on my own and making it very uncomfortable for myself and, and actually enjoying it and going do you know what and and you know again shameless plug I I, I don't think I needed to lose a lot of weight but I probably lost about a stone you know um developed a set of abs which you know what <laughs> i don't even care i'll get them bastards out <laughs> as much as possible the boys give me loads of shit, like and i'm like i don't you know every now and again after a little post out on instagram just for the haters i'm not even asked <laughs> because i'm like 42 and i've never you know probably in my youth and in, in different things i do in the army i was probably and i've always been in a fairly decent shape but through leaving the army, and as I say, you know, rugby was the one that, that knackered me up because I stopped training regularly. I trained, mm. I was playing for a, a second's. I trained a couple of times a week. Saturday was about being on the piss more than anything else, more of a social thing. I put a bit of weight on. Then, the, then I started, uh, like I say, I was, I was trying to catch like eighteen-year-old lads at training. pulled my ham- never pulled my hamstring before. I can snap my hamstring dreadfully. Mm. Felt like I've been shot. Yeah, I like laid on the floor in agony. Load of boys around me. Like, Are you all right? What's what's happened? And I, I was like, oh my god. Yeah. Like, what is this? Like, I've never done anything like this bad. So all of a sudden, when that when that sort of injury healed, I started running again and just doing a bit. And it felt uncomfortable. I was heavy, and I was like, right, I need to try and drop my weight a little bit. I like my food. Mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not like a pig, but I, you know, if there's if there's more left, I'll have another bit. If my wife eats a bit, I'll have a little bit. And that that sort of thing. When I joined Maynees, I started um, really consciously looking at what I was eating. Then I started doing this extra training. and All of a sudden, I was like, I I I felt more comfortable in my clothes. I felt Mm. more comfortable in my own sort of skin. I felt less self-conscious, you know. And everyone jokes about the dad bod. And and I don't want to be, you know, I don't want to be on the cover of Men's Health. And at the same Mm. time, you know, I don't want to be fighting diabetes. You know, Mm. it's it's getting that happy medium where you go, do you know what? um i nobody wants to turn 30 40 50 whatever but i'm in my early 40s i'm really really well i'm training well i'm doing some some mad races that i never thought i'd do um and i've got myself in the sort of shape that i'd, I'd have been proud to have had when i was 22. Mm. so um and, and then you know i said to you before i'm really lucky that i've got if you can find one person who will get up at five o'clock in the morning and train with you four or five days a week like you 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 hold on to them you know hold on to i've got maybe three or four of those and they'll yeah. train it if they need to train at half five they'll they'll work it round. and they've got full-time jobs as well hmm. um you know one of the boys lives over in the Bonn, and he's the same as me he's done uh and more hundred mile races than i have and 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 he's also um you know big into his orchards and he'll be like oh try to go for you know the friday 16 miles friday morning over the bond mountain okay All just right. 16. yeah 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 um, <laughs> but i've got to be in work can you be at mine for half four mm. and i was like "Fuck, right okay so yeah i can do that so this is on a work day i'm getting out of or maybe maybe it's like can we start at five something like that so i'm having to get up at quarter past four mm to give, you know, to make sure, and I don't eat for a train or anything, but I had, I was like, right, this will probably be a, a bit of a gnarly run. So I had a little bit of food, had something to eat. I've got a nice morning routine going. Um, but I was at his house at five o'clock, ran 16 miles, got back in, you know, and he's like, right, I'll see you later. I've got to go to work. And I was like, you know, looking at my watch and it was something like 10 past seven. Yeah. yeah. I'd already ran 16 miles and like a lot of people won't get that. A lot of people listening may not get that, you know, I, I, put on uh, Twitter this week. I don't get why you would get up at five o'clock in the morning to go to the gym and not do everything you could Mm -hmm. while you're there. We've all been to the gym and seen people who will wander around and they'll lift a few weights. They'll take a load of selfies. They'll chat to people, um, and they'll leave the gym looking fresher than when they got there. I want to leave the gym as if someone's just dragged me backwards for a hedge. (laughs) I want to know that (laughs) my membership is, is being, you know, well-earned. Um, and I want to know that I've gone and done something like, why would you get up at five o'clock in the morning mm. to not work? I, I don't get, I can't get my head around it. you know what? That's.
0: I've never looked at it like that, actually. Yeah, because I think I've done it as well. Like, when I have got up early and I probably floated around it, you know, in the gym and stuff. But, like, I think I've always i've always felt better in the day not when i've actually gone and done that when i've gone to the gym and just floated around for example but like when i've gone and done a boot camp or when i've gone and done Titan or i've gone and done a run or some some sort of strenuous activity where i've literally I like pushed myself to yeah. to an, the other extent i always feel better for that like you know I, I i never used to like going to the gym and just doing weights and i think that's probably why in that sense because like i almost feel like i'm floating around and you've got to try and self motivate. whereas if you're doing a class of some sort you're getting pushed as well or if or if you're running as well you just kind of you know i think you get into it then you're a lot easier
1: i've never and, and i guess again you'll have people listening that that will have always done weights i've never got on with weights in that you know i don't know how long to rest in between sessions how long's long enough how long rest you know what should mm-hmm. i be doing what's the technique you know i i, I would I'd flirt in and out with it and and you know you know I've got some mates um, a really good friend of mine um, sadly lost both his legs in Afghanistan and and since then has, um, has been to the Olympics and been to the Commonwealth Games twice and he can bench press like 192 is his PB you know he's got nothing from above the knee down mm. he has to be strapped to the bed so everything he lifts is pure chest mm. and arms but his PB is 192 kilograms which is about I think about 23 stone yeah so, you know, anybody that's that's a, a regular gym-goer, try and lift 23 stone off yourself, you know. Mm. Um, but he's been to, like I say, Commonwealth Games. He went to Rio. He was supposed to be in Tokyo this year. He's the European champion. You know, that was always his thing. Yeah. You know, he knew how to do it. He was always strong. He was a powerlifter in the army before, before his accident. And I'm like, that was never me. Mm. I, you know, I've, I've always trained. I've always ran. I've always been sporty, played football and stuff. But, you know, the army... Set me up with a real uh, a, a backbone for self motivation to go out because as I said to you before, I, I, I essentially worked in a squadron that everybody volunteered to go to. You couldn't be lazy. Mm. You couldn't just rest on your laurels. Oh well, I've passed this course and I'm I'm working with the Paras now and you know because there'd always be someone going, mate, you were a bit shit on that run, weren't you? Always <laughs> someone holding you to account, and, mm. and I've still got it now. Our whatsapp i mean and, and every lads whatsapp in the country is this brutal place yeah yeah yeah. But you don't tip up for a run or you don't tip up for the gym our whatsapp is like machine guns are out like there's mm-hmm. no holds barred in that in that in that whatsapp group you know um, you, you, you need
0: that that's the accountability aspect isn't it do you know what i mean it's no matter what sort of training you're doing you need somebody to hold you accountable to it do you know what i mean whether it is running or if it is you know like the gym as well Like I. I I find that you know if you uh, you sign up to a class like yeah. for example in the morning like let's say with Mainie's now uh you know like I don't know if he's got uh, that we might have like, an online booking system we book a class yeah, the yeah, day or got the app. yeah yeah that's it yeah you know you you feel like you know you you, like, you don't want to let them down just because that's that it's that little bit of accountability but then if you've got a friend who's going with you as well and they're expecting you to be there it's even more accountability to be there
1: yeah and I mean you know when um when I started running down here and we the first long I'd, I'd done the London marathon. Um, the, it was the first marathon I'd done. And, and, um, I, it, I didn't have a great race. Everything up to the race was amazing. Mm. The first 20 miles of the race was amazing <clears throat> for anybody who's done a marathon. People talk about hitting the wall. I had not hit the wall at all in my training. Mm. There was none of that wall, <laughs> nothing. <laughs> Fuck me on the day. I didn't just hit the wall. The wall collapsed on me. I was like at the bottom of nine eleven. It was unbelievable. Mm. And I literally, the last six miles were the most uncomfortably brutal place I'd ever been in my life. And I collapsed with about 800 meters to go on Burcage walk, which is literally just around the corner, you know, from the mall, which is yeah. the last 300 yards to finish. And I sat there for about an hour and a half, literally just unable to move everything spasming. Um, luckily a really nice lady fr- rang my wife, my wife came and found me. She gave me a bit of a talking to said, right, come on, you need, you know, you need to finish. And I was on for like a three thirty finish. And I finished in just over five hours mm. and if I'm honest I, I stopped running for a couple of months I, I was like I put so much into that and I followed a full three-month training program and I did everything I ticked all the mm. boxes and just on the day the you know the occasion got the better of me I wasn't drinking enough um, I wasn't showing sure off or anything but I just I think I was scared about drinking too much time just keep stopping to go to the toilet uh, and then I stopped running for a bit and then like of Nick Francis and Nick Owen and Dave Martin, Jordan. and my wife was running with them at the time as well. I started running with those guys, and, and what started off as like a, maybe once a week grew into twice, three times a week. We went and did the, the Paris Marathon together as a group, and then every year on, we did different European marathons. You know, I've, I've sort of done Paris, Barcelona, Reykjavik, uh, Rotterdam, Bruges, um, and, and, and they became an event. It was like a little mini holiday holiday away and and it's such a different experience to doing a marathon over here because you've got the travel element of it and and everyone that's over there is running and and it's really nice atmosphere and afterwards everyone Dublin we did the the Dublin marathon and um, we went straight into this Irish pub and anybody that's been to Dublin will know that uh, the the Guinness tastes amazing in Dublin it tastes better than everywhere else yeah and we, we stayed in this boozer in our fizz kit and we just sank about sort of eight or nine pints of Guinness a burger and it was a typical dublin pub not too dissimilar to where we are now Mm. you know sort of an old beer barrel for a table and mismatched chairs and stuff there was some geezer in the corner on one of those little tambourine things and and a guy singing and i was like do you know what this this makes the early mornings this this is what it's all about Mm. um and then the ultras sort of started and and initially um because it was the endurance life what you did wasn't it it yeah yeah,
0: yeah yeah endurance life 35 miles. yeah yeah, yeah and, um,
1: and Nick Francis was like should we sign up for this ultra and I was like I, I, have, I don't know I just didn't have the balls at the time I was like I don't think I'll be able to do it hmm. so he signed up for the ultra um, the, it was a different route to the one they do now um, the weather conditions a couple of weeks before were horrendous torrential rain so the second time he went over and around the back of Rossily down it was like, ankle, like Glastonbury sort of mid shin, deep in mud. And he said he was on his own, just like scream, fuck you know? <laughs> <laughs> and all this other sort of stuff. And he, he said he hated it. Um, but I was like, I was telling people, mm. like, one of my mates has done an ultra, like massive achievement. like I can not believe it. Mm. Um, and I was like, right, well, I'm in, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do an ultra. And, um, and I've, learned, I've, you know, said to you earlier, I've made loads of mistakes on the way, we, we did a 40 mile road ultra, which we tried to um, approach like a marathon. Right, okay. But obviously you've got 14 miles to do at the end of it. Mm. Didn't go down, you know, didn't go very well. We got to about 28 to 30 miles. The pair of us just were in shit order. And Nick would be like, I've got to go mate, I'm going. And he'd literally get a hundred meters and he'd turn around and look at me and he'd start walking again. He was like, I can't, I can't do it. <laughs> we, we, you know, we made our way through it. Um, then we entered, you know, uh, the endurance life, did that. And that sort of two or three times, and and it's my first 50 miler, and I was like, I'm a bit more comfortable now. Mm. The the clientele at some of these races are, they're different, they're not there's obviously some guys that are there, they're there to win, you mm-hmm. know, they look the part and that they're, they're rapid as well, you know. And there are other people that just rock up because it's a nice day out. Yeah, there's a guy, there's a thing called the Hundred Marathon Club, again, not very well publicised, probably won't people won't know about it if you've run a hundred certified marathons you can join the 100 marathon club they've got a mm. nice little 100 marathon club vest in the and there's a guy who runs for the 100 marathon club covered in tattoos if you ever see him at a race or anything like that but he's done nearly a thousand marathons and ultras and you know this guy will race he'll race friday saturday if there was marathons three days running every yeah. weekend he'll race friday saturday Sunday. it's not he's not gonna win it he's yeah. an older guy obviously but yeah he's ran i think it's it must be a thousand ultras marathons now that's crazy and they just rock up yeah but they're always good for <laughs> a chat but we were going to um to Reykjavik me and my wife and um we parked at bristol airport we were going to the airport a guy got in he got like a you could tell he was a runner He got the old running club sort of jacket on my wife's going oh you know where are you going then Reykjavik oh you know you're going for the marathon yeah that's 100 my, my husband's uh my husband's twentieth marathon. It's mm. my tenth marathon, and he's gone. Ah, oh, it's my five hundredth marathon this weekend, <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> I just gave it the death eye. Like, nice, yeah, it's fucking brilliant. Five hundred. You know? And 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 he was like, yeah, you know, just I've, I'm not married, you know, and, and and every weekend I'll find a marathon somewhere and I'll travel to it, and, and that's that's my adventure, mm. and I've travelled around the world doing it, and and yeah, so once I'd signed up for my first, like I say, my first ultra, and I'd done a couple of shorter ones then a couple of fifties um sort of around Gower um the, there's a company called Runwalk Crawl yeah yeah uh, they do uh, the sort of Gower 50 in November um I did a couple of fifties in North Wales and then and then yeah I signed it for a hundred and it do you know what I I literally signed up but didn't press the button about 10 times <laughs> because you know you run a half marathon then you, you run 20 miles and then you run a marathon you know you you build up to it yeah you don't really build up to 100 miles you know uh, yeah, cause it's such a jump up isn't it, is, it? Yeah. I mean, I mean, even from the 50 because it's such you it's know. It's, it was, when you say double the distance like you I, I heard your, your podcast last week you were mm. like didn't think I could ever do a marathon you know mm. doubling the distance 13 to 26 well 50 to 100 is mm. like infinitely this 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 huge number and you go how do i approach this now hmm. like down here in wales and if you want to again if you're not into this scene you, you probably won't know it but there are marathons and ultra marathons every weekend all over the uk hmm. ranging from and people say i'm a bit, a bit of a bit of a bloody purist with this people go anything more than a marathon's an ultra and I'm like, well, not really, because if you enter a marathon, it happens to be 28 miles. You haven't run an ultra. You've just run a marathon on yeah. a trail that's longer. Yeah. Like if an ultra is 30 miles, you know, for me, it's, it's sort of 30 miles on. Cause
0: that's, that's pretty much what
1: I've said. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. realistically, I mean, I've run a 29 mile mm. trail marathon simply because to do the route, you couldn't fit it into 26 miles mm. because that's not how the coastal path works whatever um my
0: mate louvi got that about that actually because he did the endurance life marathon which was 28 yeah. miles so he was like oh, i basically yeah that's 20. it and, and people people <laughs> yeah. say
1: that so i've done this ultra and i was like well no you entered the marathon mm. like i've literally all of us did all of the boys i went with did um, did a, a trail marathon in brecon and it was like 29 and a half miles by the time we got in because you can't just move a part of the coastal path sorry <laughs> <a> part <laughs> of the mountains yeah. it's like look lads mm. it will be 26 miles ish and that ish just happened to be three miles more than than you want like right? you know <laughs> yeah. um and and again you know you, the, you if you're lucky there'll be a 100k race which as i said earlier 62 miles there might be a 70 mile race or an eighty mile race but in general terms it goes 26 30 to 40 ish mm. 50 100. yeah and i was like do you know what i signed up i put all my details in i think i hovered over the submit button can't do it and then uh and then i just thought you know what what's the worst that can happen and that's when my mindset really changed what is the worst that can happen Mm. like you can you can you can fail and as it was um i ran one of the boys one of the boys had said look i'll do the because there was two races of 50 and 100 and he said i'll run the i'll run the the first 50 with you and it'll put you in a really good place and actually he had a terrible first 50 miles we stuck together mentally perhaps um, I didn't have the first best first 50 miles and by the time we got to 50 miles I was like do you know what I'm fucking done mm. like I don't want to run another 50 miles my head was gone so I put it out the window for or out of my mind for a couple of uh, for a couple of years and then I signed up for another one so again we've run more crawl there's, uh, there's a race called the um, the, the Pembershire 100 sure. sort of very sort of candidly named you run from um, a village called Dale which is just outside Half West to st dog males, which is just outside cardigan right so if you're ever looking at a, uh, the coastal path and and you obviously the mm-hmm. listeners won't be able to see this but you kind of start here and you go and you do that okay and you're all the way around and you're on there so at one point you are looking directly across the sea mm. from around st Ann's head to st david's right okay now i knew st david's was at 45 miles but in my head what i because i could see every step of that 45 miles i was like that's a, that's easy that's easy 100 miles there it? yeah halfway put it out my head you know i went and i ran and I ran and around um and and yeah i got to the end i think it was about 103 miles you know i, I got through 100 miles did this like facebook live you know i'd, I'd been really tough to do it and i was like i'm actually really annoyed because i've got another th- i knew i had at least another three miles to go because mm. that's where they finished with. um it took me 30 hours so i started at six in the morning finished at one o'clock the next afternoon mm. uh, so you know, so I was out all night um, the night as I said to you earlier I had the weirdest hallucinations about 10 o'clock in the morning I was going across the coastal path sort of around um, Newport in West Wales and there was a black bin bag caught on a uh, caught on a barbed wire fence and it was it was rattling the wind was, was hammering down and the floor started swirling. I couldn't focus. I kept feeling like I was falling down a, like a, a bit of a rabbit hole. And then I, this, this black bin bag was there, shaking. And, and I genuinely, I uh, promise you now, there was three massive crows or ravens and they were laughing at me. And I remember standing there, luckily no one was about going, fuck off, ah! you know, <laughs> being really aggressive, screaming and shouting at these, these black bin bags. And I was like, what are you doing? I sat down. <laughs> And I had some food. I've got I got I had some cookies from one of the checkpoints. I scoffed all them. Had some water. The swirling and the spinning subsided, and, and I cracked back on. And um, and I got to the finish, and, and I've got a picture of me at the finish. And uh, you'd have thought I've just run a half. Like I'm re- I look really fresh. Yeah, yeah. I was, I, was, you know, I I wouldn't say I was, I was broken or anything, but you know. I was almost in shock that I'd done it. I would ran mm. that hundred miles, and and you know, the, thir- the the time didn't bother me. The the winner, who is an exceptionally good runner, I think, did it in twenty three hours. Mm. You know, and th- this guy has has got huge running pedigree. So the fact that you know people go, what what you were seven hours behind the runner, I think I was like top ten. I think I was maybe eighth or ninth. You know, yeah, something stupid. Um, and I remember having this real period of reflection. Lost a couple of toenails, you know. Got pulled them off, got rid of them. Um, hobbled about for a bit. Basked in the in the sort of you know. Oh my God, that's amazing. And then, and and people may have had this. You, I know you've definitely got this this sort of mindset that nobody ever just does one marathon.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Once you do it and you go, that's me. I'm only going to do one. I'll never do another one. Once you do it, you go. I want. You almost like i not saying it's like heroin, but chasing the dragon again. You you you're almost like yeah, I want yeah. that feeling again. I want that feeling of achievement. Mm. I want to share stuff on social media, and I want people to go, "Oh my god, that's amazing."
0: Yeah, you want it, you want it to be. I think you're not really, showing sure off,
1: but you want you you want to you want to feel like people recognise what an effort it was.
0: Yeah, and it becomes part of your identity yeah, as yeah. well, then doesn't it? Do you know what I mean? It does become part of you know the, the conversations with you have, you have with people, and especially if you're in you know that those social circles where yeah. it's a it's a big thing do you know what I mean because it becomes part of you know the, the connections that you've got I think um, but yeah no definitely I uh, like you know like you said you know when I've done that 50 mile the other day you know from, from where probably from when my knee went onwards about 28 miles in you know from then on I was like right this is not good this is not good and about 32 to 35 well probably about 35 miles onwards I was like, fuck this, I'm never doing 100 miles, I'm never going, you know, this is this is me now. But then as soon as I finished there, well actually, when I finished there, I got in the, the van, or whatever, my mate's van, and I was like, yeah, nah, I'm not, I'm not going any higher than this. But then I woke up the next morning and I wasn't even aching that much. You know, I felt like I'd been hit by a train until I actually got up and kind of yeah, you know, you moved shook off the cobwebs. And I was alright then, you know what I mean? I was The worst part of me was my shoulders from the back. Um... But yeah, that, that was, the, you know, that day, the next day then, I thought, you know what, well, actually, yeah, I, I do want to go up to 100 now. It,
1: it's, it's a really strange feeling. I mean, as I say, I, I, I don't do runs or races or any distances for, for, for likes or, mm. you know, p- other people's opinions is, is, is by the by. But, you know, it is nice to, for someone to go, did you really run that? Like, mm. Or, you know, how, how did you approach it? What was your mindset? And, and it, I like to challenge myself in that respect. And I like to think to my, you know, right, actually now I've been there once and you know, I'm going to I'm gonna have another go. And 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 one of the, the boys I run with a lot, Gary, I mean, Gary has run um, probably three or four, I think, I think maybe 300 miles now. He's, he's, he's attempted the race across Scotland a couple of times, which is 208 miles yeah. from, from, I think from east to west or west to east. Uh, and again, he's, he's, he's come up He's caught short but he, he's learnt from it and he's you know, he's he's not you know, again, we give him a day where we're all sympathetic towards him, great effort mate, and then after that it's like, how can that old lady beat you and you you know, you, you didn't <laughs> yeah. But but you know, he's grown in it and, and I mean he is an amazing uh trail runner. You mm. know, I'm I'm in awe of him. There are days when we're running and like one minute we'll be next to each other and the next minute he's ten metres ahead and then he's twenty metres ahead, especially at night. Mm. Like someone likes to fire up his ass and he's gone and I've been lucky enough to race like I say a 100 mile race with him we did the, the Dragon 100 last year which um, started in Ross City and uh, and finished in, in the uh, on Cardiff Bay so the mm. Norwegian church on Cardiff Bay and again you don't think there's that much coastal path like how can that be 100 miles mm. but you know from Rossili to Mumbles is 25 miles yeah yeah the the coastal path goes inland at Baglin, it goes all inland to Cormavon you've got to go from Cormavon over to Bryn from Bryn to Margon Park Mm. you don't even hit 50 miles until uh, where the reservoir is on as you're coming back through to Port Olbert you've got the reservoir on your left uh, Yeah, yeah just before you get to Tata um, if you were going to drive into that reservoir by the crematorium, you go all the way down, and the, the, there's a there's a checkpoint by the train tracks. So you're 50 miles there, so you've got another 50 miles to go. You mm-hmm. run around to Porthcawl so Rest Bay, Porthcawl Treco Bay, uh, Ogmore, climate Major. Um, then you get to Barry Penarth, and it's like even at Penarth, you're still like fucking five miles short. And you're like, you know, Jesus Christ, like when is this race ever going to end? Yeah, well, and the the pe- people stop you like people drive past people you'll never you'll never see before you'll never see again and they'll be like oh my god are you doing this hundred mile race it's like yeah and they'll stop and they'll give you food do you want a drink <laughs> like one woman drove away came back and me and this were together she bought us an ice cream each yeah, yeah give us a bottle of water make sure you've got enough water on you you're doing amazing you know I'm, a, I'm only a local club runner I do my park runs and stuff but this is this is boggling my mind where have mm. you started she sort of you know literally just dumped her car and walked with us for a little bit while we scoffed these ice creams in um And I'm like, do you know what? I like the fact that at this age now, I'd love to, you know, everyone says, what would you say to your younger self? I'd say to my younger self, like like, challenge yourself more. Mm -hmm. Do, Do something that scares you, do something that, it doesn't have to be a physical challenge, it can be traveling, it can be something that you just don't think that you can do. I've never been, I'm not a talented runner, I'm not a natural runner, I've got a terrible running gait heard you and uh, your mate chatting last week about stretching, I don't stretch. I was gonna ask you that actually, yeah, don't, I was gonna ask you that. Don't stretch, like, I, I ran thirteen miles this morning, I got in, I had a shower, I sat down and watched an episode of, of Last Chance You on Netflix. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then took my lad out on his bike. Like, yeah. No matter what distance, marathon, ultra, generally I just get in the car and drive home, I don't stretch. Mm. Now, I'm not saying that's the best approach. Mm. It's just, I know I'm stiff as a board, mm. you know, I tried hot pod yoga I was going um I wasn't quick enough I definitely wasn't flexible enough so by the time I was in downward dog or something else they were already in the next move And I, uh, okay, yeah it wasn't almost like there wasn't a beginners class it was like oh, I'll come to this flow and, and you'll mm. be fine you know and I'm in this tent and like you know I may be one of two blokes everyone else is flexible as you like and on this piece of two by four fucking you know she had to give me a thing to put into my ass so i could try and yeah, reach yeah. down to my toes i can't i can't touch my toes I can't do this but i can motivate myself to set an alarm every night to get up and go out and run mm. or train whatever you know whether it be the gym um and i don't think you can you've you can train yourself to be like it but you've either got that little fire burning in your stomach yeah or you haven't you know like you know you've said that you've you've come on from from it's almost as i say that sort of progression of doing a bit in the gym and the shorter runs the half marathon so could i do a marathon and now you're on this upward spiral of well what can i see then
0: that yeah it does you, you once you like i think a lot of people have got the the roof at a marathon like you know because ultra marathons are relatively new i think in, the, in a sense you know i mean they're not um you know the people have been doing it for a while but it's more yeah. like an underground type thing and you know like it's almost coming a bit more mainstream now with people like you know Goggins and things like that where you know they, they're like they're famous on like social media and people have seen them do this crazy stuff but uh you know like before that, I think people just thought, yeah, you know, like a half marathon is as far as I'll go or a marathon, you know, is the, the furthest I'll ever go. And like, that's the one time I'll ever do it. But I think once you remove the, the ceiling, it's like, well, how far actually can I go? How high, you know, it, how high is this ceiling? You know what I mean? What can I push myself to do? And I suppose like with yourself in that sense, if you're doing the fifties and then, you know, run up the hundreds, you'd probably like shit. Yeah. You know, what, what can I push myself to do? Like, would you, would you ever go over a hundred or have
1: you? I, I mean, the, the two I've done, uh, ended up being 103 and 104 and again that's literally because the, the start of, you know you can't just move the start three miles forward you know you, mm. you've got to work around um, areas I would like to do further um, since you earlier you know I'd like to do a multi-day I'm not quite sure how my body would would hold up to that I think I think I can I've done last year I did I did a 25 mile Training run at night. We did we did a part of the course for the hundred mile route that we I wasn't sure of. Mm. Did that on the Friday night. I ran. I think I did a ten k Saturday night, and then I uh, I paced four thirty at the um, at the Great Welsh marathon on the Sunday. So I did sort of there there about sixty miles over that mm-hmm. weekend. And I was like, well, trust you know, I think this is brilliant. You know, perhaps I could go and do. But then I had to remember that you know that ten k on the Saturday was was a leisurely really slow pace mm. you know it wasn't like there's a race for the ring of fire which is around anglesey i think the first day is maybe 62 so i think the first case maybe first day is maybe 100k then the second day is, is 35 or 40 miles and then so 62 miles 40 miles and then maybe 35 miles to finish something like that i probably have got it there i, I probably could yeah you know but a lot of the time it's like it's the logistics of it. You know, as I say, I've got, I'm worried. I've got a little boy. I've got to drag everyone up to North Wales. Cause I ain't driving myself back <laughs> after winning three days of that shit. Um, and I've put myself in some precarious positions. I, I I've done races where I've driven home tired, you know, um, yeah, it's not, and, and it's, you know, now my, my, if I race anything now over a certain distance, my wife and I've talked about it, you know, I ain't getting any younger and, and you know, I, I tend to get tired a little bit quicker. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like sleeping bag in the car, get you down four or five hours. Mm-hmm. Don't be stupid. Just just be sensible what you're doing. Um, but yeah, I'd like to do more than 100. I'd, I think I could. I think I could do a multi-day. I'd like to do... I mean, there are some amazing races in the world. I mean, the world's a big place, but there are some spectacular and famous 100-mile races. There's, there's um, Western States, there's Leadville. All of these races now have got... Um, They've got balance. You know, you have to have a certain amount. Yeah, of points. yeah. Like there's a, there's there's UTMB, which is Yorkshire Trail Mont Blanc, and it's I think it's about 100 and maybe 130 miles. You have to have a certain amount of points, so you have to do a certain amount of races, and those races have to give UTMB points. Mm. So, say for instance, run, Walk, crawl. Now, they will pay UTMB right, and say, right, we'll pay you 200 pounds every year, so that we can award UTMB points in our races. Mm so it's a business having to pay another business because people will enter that they know that people enter their races to get UTMB yeah. points so you have to you have to amass a certain amount of points just to enter the ballot and if mm. you don't you can't you only not those be dozed by later mm. so over a week in Chamonix they have about six races and you can you can enter different ones UTMB is like everyone sees as the the, the sort of recognized, like the one. recognized one. Yeah. one you know we don't, they're all they're all part of the UTMB week but UTMB itself uh, is, is the one that everyone wants to do and you'll see videos of it and, and you know you can have a look yourself or people that are listening you know have a look on YouTube the finishes of UTMB you've got literally these small villages and, and, and Chamonix like even though it's a big resort it's quite small the 10 people deep mm. down the finish line they're, they're trying to touch the lead runners and you know it's, it's madness it's proper madness like you know like almost like uh, parades when football teams win and stuff because yeah. that's, that's the culture out in Europe and um, so there's things like that I'd like to do. I've I, I said this year I'd like to have done um, a European ultra. And there's, a, there's one in Iceland that I'd like to do. Mm. I think it's got a fire and ice ultra, something like that.
0: Fire and ice, that's got a bit of a scary know. Yeah, you know, yeah, you know it. and, and it's,
1: I think it's about <laughs> 70 or 80 miles. And like, they're the things that I think to myself, like I want to challenge myself for that. And I don't, I'm lucky, you know, living in Swansea is, is amazing for a lot of reasons, but one of them is that I don't have to travel more than fifty miles, and I reckon I could probably do—I could do forty marathons and ultras in South mm. Wales alone. Yeah. Because of the Brecon Beacons, because of the Black Mountains.
0: Yeah, there is there's quite a lot, isn't there? When I've looked on Huge. some of the websites, and I'm guessing the websites I'm looking at probably don't host all of them either. No, a lot of them are not, probably like underground ones or smaller ones. And, stuff like that yeah there is a there is a lot going on because the terrain is great for it like you said so
1: it's you know you've got south wales north wales there's a lot of widely recognized ultra marathons um there's, there's lakeland which is in, in the lake district you they've mm. got 50 mile and 100 mile it sells out in like four or five minutes yeah the snowdonia Marathon sells out in you know, two thousand places sells out in about half an hour mm. literally People are there. Points. Was it the Snowdon? So this Snowdon yeah. yeah,
0: I was going to say I've. Uh, I I think my my auntie Cheryl she's done that. Yeah, in, I've actually. seen Cheryl up there. Yeah, yeah. The I, I, was, up the I was supposed to do it with her actually, but I backed out. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, no. I've seen, oh, I, yeah, I saw, on one I saw Cheryl up there.
1: Um, but yeah, all of that hmm. sort of stuff, all of those, you know, that's just in Wales. But you can go the south coast, southwest coast. You know, all mm. around the, the southwest coast of is amazing. Um, the lakes, Scotland has got hundreds of, of, of different races and stuff. Oh, Scotland. Yeah. It's crazy, you know, of land um, but you know, ultimately why would I want to travel seven hours if I can go and do a race that takes me 40 minutes to get there? Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. You know, don't get me wrong. I, I probably will over time. I probably will branch out to those races. But hmm. for now, cause I'm, I'm, like, I'm a simple guy. I'm, I'm like, how do I keep my wife happy? <laughs> because by keep, by keep, she's a runner as well she's done um she's in double figures for marathons she's done seven or eight ultras as well you know um how do i keep my wife happy when i'm entering races whilst also you know trying um, to be a father trying to trying to, the trying to and, do yeah. these and, and half of it is well i'll do this race but actually i'll be i'll be there and back in a day mm. you know yeah or, it's not not like it's like a week away or yeah yeah things know, like that and, and she knows the roots like when we did the the, um, the Pembrokeshire 100 when I did the, the Dragon 100 it wasn't like I was trying to describe to her places that she'd never been to we've been mm. to most of the places I'd be like well I'll see you in Newgate or I'll see you in Ogmore and she like alright oh, okay mm. there's no way you can miss me because I'm, I'm the dickhead running past you know on my own a couple of walking poles and stuff and but the the whole you know Everyone thinks running is easy. We were saying earlier, you know, everything, everyone thinks running is easy. Just get out and run. It is to, to a certain extent. It's mm-hmm. as easy as you want to make it. If you want to go and do park run once a week and, and just keep a, a, a general level of fitness or use it for a social interaction, because a lot of people do park run and then sit in the secret yeah, for, yeah. for double the time that they're running for, eating, eating yes. cake and drinking coffee. And that, and that is absolutely fine. As you start progressing on, you know, if you get quicker, All of a sudden, your time's become a priority. Hmm. There's so many great runners who will literally walk off a course. If in the first couple of miles, Hmm. they're not hitting the miles they need to, they'll just walk off the course, they don't care. (laughs) They'll waste that money. I'm a completer, not a competer, you know? Yeah, Yeah, I like to push myself. As long as as you get it done, that's the finish, you know? These guys will walk off the course and everything becomes about the watch. Um, It's the same with distance. All of a sudden, it's like I've got to do this. I've got to do this. You know, I've done an incredible amount of miles over lockdown, but at any point, I can turn around and go, "I just want to run a tour this week," mm. and that is not going to affect my fitness. Hold oh, that thought, right? Try right, right, right. to carry on. <laughs> yeah, so you know, like I say, I think the, the the running is what you make it. It can be as easy as simple as you like. If you want it to be a social thing, um, you know, I know a lot of good runners, a lot of fast runners. Who don't press themselves at mm. all. If they run a fast race, great. If they don't, they don't. But I also know too many people, and I, and I became, uh, for a while, obsessed with running faster, mm. running, um, you know, harder all the time. And actually, it, it's not, it's not great. Again, go go back to, to what you said, and you made saying on the podcast last week. You know, there are people out there that, that push and push and push and push, and it's actually. Where is it you want to go? I was, I was training like an absolute maniac. Mm. You know, going out running six minute miles with no race in mind at all. No end goal at all. And now it's very much the opposite. Uh, I race with, uh, we've got a, a German short-haired pointed dog. Um, I run with him. He comes out with me at least three times a week. Mm. Um, I've raced with him, done a mar- won, a, won a marathon with him this year. Um, <laughs> yeah, me and him, we did a, a, a Caney trail marathon. Yeah. And, and we won that, which was amazing. <laughs> Um, you know, I think, I think 18 miles was the longest we'd ran in training together and then we, yeah. we did this marathon, you know,
0: that's amazing.
1: and, and, you know, it just, I've, I've totally evolved now into like, if I want to walk on an ultra, like I'll walk, mm-hmm. there are some people that are still going, Oh, you know, I need to run to the top of the hill. It is what it is, you know? And, and as I say, the, 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 if you've got the motivation to, for whatever reason, losing weight, mm-hmm. wanting to be fit, wanting to, to get trim, going on a holiday, um, you know, guys have got it easier than girls. Let's mm. be fair. A guy loses loses a bit of weight in general, you know, everything's a little bit, you know, we can we can wear shirts that are a little bit smaller, we can, whatever. You know, for, for girls, it, they lose weight in, in different places. Yeah, yeah, you it's know, harder some, as well, isn't yeah, it,
0: actually? I think it works out there, it's about 30... I think at certain points during the menstrual cycle, uh, cycle, apparently it's 30% more difficult to to lose weight or something along those lines. Obviously
1: you've got water retention and things Mm. like that. Some girls will lose, like when a lad loses weight, it's generally off his stomach. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? And and off your face. When a girl loses weight, it can be all top half. Mm. It can be all bottom half. It can be a bit in between. Um, You know, when when women have had kids, there's obviously there's elasticity, in their in their abs and things like that and you know a lot of people are very self conscious so so fitness and and those endorphins that it releases mm. are a really positive thing and, and like i say Maines Maines is, is amazing the, the the online community they've got is brilliant mm. they're very encouraging you know i don't go to the classes and i'll say it for a couple of reasons one is do you know what i'm the most uncoordinated person in the world and i don't want to knock someone out with a kettlebell <laughs> at five o'clock <laughs> in the morning but the other thing is like i I've, I've got the self-motivation to go and do that stuff on my own hmm. i understand that some people need perhaps a pt to lead them through something i yeah, can yeah. go down and i can put something together and think do you know what perhaps i've run this morning this is this is my second session of the day and i'm going to leave open at the gym and that's cool i think you know to be a role model you know we go out running as a family sometimes so there's me with the dog attached to me. My lad's on his bike. He's at that age now where he can come mm. out and do distance. My wife's running and you get some odd looks like, Jesus, what the fuck's going on over there? Who's the skis <laughs> with the dog, the boy and the dog, are, they're having a race, I'm yeah, getting dragged yeah. along. But for me, like, I don't even know if my mum can ride a bike. Genuinely, mm. we've had this conversation with her the other day because my lad grasped me up, He's like, Nanny, daddy said that you can't ride a bike. <laughs> my mum was like, oh, I, well, I can and I was like, <laughs> yeah well you know i'm sort of 42 now and i don't think i've ever seen you ride a bike and she was like yeah i don't think i ever have around mm. you Which is a really weird thing to say whereas my lad and my wife will go running together and kerry will be like right come on we're going to go do five or six miles and he'll go right okay ma'am and they'll chatter and i'll natter all the way around mm. and he'll come back in and he's like bop, 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 bop. and i'm like you know i'll look at her and she will have that sort of smile and i'm like it's great for them to be able to have that Mother and son time. Yeah. Same with 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 women that are, that are getting back into fitness after having kids, and they, they get a running buggy. I, I, I was
0: just going to say that as happens. Yeah, I've seen a good few people now with running with a buggy. Yeah. Um, Blokes as well. Do you know what I mean? I've, I've seen them both running with their kids, and I think it's great. Do you know what I mean? It is. Um,
1: it's. it's a, I think it's a really really positive influence. Like I've said to to my lad, like how many kids in your class? Mm. How many kids have just has their man run a marathon? Mm. How many kids have been out running with their man hmm. when you know you're on the bike and, and often Mark, Kerry will say look uh will you go and park at the secret and we'll run down and meet you from Austin hmm. about like, you know it's like five miles like, right okay yeah no dramas and, and they'll come down together and all I can see in the distance is them nattering away and, and I'll have got, I've got my coffee and ice cream whatever and I can't ask for much more to because again it you know I'm asking them to give up Part of their weekend when I'm racing. Same, with my wife. You know, me and my lad have been out early, early doors. She's done ultras when we've we followed her around all day and we've popped mm. up in surprising places. And you know, I'm like, look at that. What are your mum's doing there? You know, what I mean, it's amazing. Whereas I would say to mine, and it's no, it's no slight on her. You know, it was a different era then. Mm. When she finished work on a week, you know, she worked hard all week. The last thing she wants to do is go for a run want to go out and socialize with their mates
0: yeah yeah this is totally totally definitely what it used to be yeah definitely
1: but you know an age there's there's no sort of boundaries now people Mm. are getting into fitness young they're getting into fitness old they're getting into to different levels of it and social media you know don't don't listen let's let's not believe everything we read on social media Mm. everything we see on social media the people that are the happiest all the time probably aren't do mm. you know what i mean I, I've, I've got friends who who split up um and you know when i spoke to one of them um you know they were like hey, it was all that all mm. those pictures they used to put on like, they hated being around my family you know it was literally all for facebook yeah they sit in the corner and just be miserable while we were there visiting yeah and when we came away i'd be like we've we, we just been in a different house mm. have we just seen something different so you know on that side you've got to go you've got to take it with a pinch of salt mm. i'm quite real I'm, i don't do facebook too much massive on 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 twitter I, I keep it sort of fairly busy on instagram but they're the things that i look at and and go you know right what's so-and-so been up to you know i saw, saw you go right i'm going to go and do a 50-mile run and i was like Fucking amen to that because <laughs> yeah. you know I, mean? I wake up some mornings yeah. and you know look i wish i had the time I can't go for shit in my house without my wife coming in, the dog coming in, the dog will sit between my legs, my lad will come in and say, What's happening in here? Then my wife will come in and I'm like, Can I just have a minute? Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? So I ain't getting away off the cuff of doing the, Yeah, yeah. And, and, and on the flip side, you know, some days I'll sacrifice an hour's sleep and I'll go out and do 20, 25 miles mm. early doors and come back in and, and be like, Oh, happy with that you know I have run that distance
0: I seen you do that the other day actually I'm sure you finished 20 miles before sunrise or something like that yeah it yeah
1: was, I, uh, I, I was it, on it was a, a Friday morning I think I'd I'd, um, I'd gone out I think I'd done yeah I, I think I started it at about 5 probably, probably the sun was up but I was running around SA1 and mm. it was just like how nice is this I mean mm-hmm. I, I will never I, I'm from Leamington Spa, which is which is about 10 miles south of Coventry hmm and I will never get over the fact that every day I can wake up and go to the beach if I want to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll never get over that fact. I'll never get over the fact that, as much as I dislike running on the prom because I've done it so much, mm. when the tide's in, all the way in, I could be anywhere in the world. Yeah, yeah. it is just, and if, it if the weather stays sense. great in Swansea, mate, I, wouldn't, I probably wouldn't, you know, obviously the experiences of going abroad are great. I wouldn't travel that much. Mm. But I will never get over the fact that I could just go and do that. Mm. And as a, as an outsider, I mean, we've got friends and family that go, well, where have you been this weekend? Oh, I was down Gower. Where in is that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Such and, such. and
0: they're like, no,
1: I don't know where that
0: is. I had, I had a few messages actually, because I put a few photos up. Um, yeah. Of, yeah, there was, there was one, right? I, I told you, we, I think we spoke with this. It was uh, the steps at the bottom of Oxbridge, Uh, You know, and I, I, literally, I got to him and I went, oh, hell you know, I forgot about these and I'm looking at it I'm like right now nah, I'm having five minutes here because I'd run 20 I think it was 26.3 miles by that point just slightly over a marathon and um, there's like a little bench in there <laughs> yeah, at the bottom yeah. of the steps and I went right fuck this I'm sitting here so I sat down opened up my bag I'm like right what munchies have I got so I think I pulled out some clementines I pulled out you know um, Yorkie bars and you know whisper bars all this different stuff but like, as I as I kind of stopped doing that and I just looked forward obviously that, that was in front of me. Do you mean, there was a couple of trees, but you could see through it's the amazing. trees the water. It's amazing, sort of
1: panoramic, isn't it? Yeah yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. I was like, oh my God, was like, that is unbelievable. It was just, you know, just that kind of picture, pitch, I can't say it, picturesque moment. Uh, but there was load, there was loads of that around the go. Do you know I mean, I was stopping um, You know, at every beach I got, to, obviously seen that, to do checkpoints in terms of the mileage. But I was just, you know, just dumbfounded about how amazing it is. Like, I've been to a lot of those beaches anyway, but when you're running it, You get like an extra appreciation of it, I think, just because you're, you know, you're out amongst it. And like, I I wasn't going for time, you know, it was just a matter of going for it and see what happens, you know what I mean, but.
1: uh, You see see Gau in different phases of the day as well. Sunrise, sunset, dusk, you know, Mm. all this sort of stuff. Um, And actually you you come to appreciate just literally what's on your doorstep. I mean, Mm. if lockdown has taught people anything, I think it's to appreciate the freedom of, of being able to go where you can go. But, and you can tell that by, you know, like now with the sunflowers out of Rossilli, mm. you'd literally think it was Glastonbury. <laughs> uh, we went the other day, I read somewhere, maybe it's probably longer than this now. It feels like fire, only five or six years ago, maybe longer. The national trust paid two million pounds for those two extra fields for mm. parking, or, or it, might, it may have been a, a cluster of fields, but they paid about two million pounds to the farmer because mm. they wanted that there and all of the parking fields were full mm. you know the sunflowers if I'm honest aren't as good as they were last year yeah, yeah. probably because of the, the actually the good weather we've had and not so much rain mm. but it was teeming with people down there it was absolutely heaving and I was like I'm not I'm not a Covid doom and gloomer you know what if you want to wear a mask wear a mask I, I, I've kept my social distance from people I think I've been fairly lucky I've not been ill Um you know but there was no social distancing you can't social distance mm. when there are literally 500 600 cars there mm. and there are people everywhere and it's like well i tell you what rather than social distancing and, and or, or trying to stand two meters apart let's just be adult about it mm. let's actually start being polite to each other and letting people through gates yeah yeah no no you know you come through and then we'll go through that way and mm. the, the whole hand sanitizer business and all that. but yeah you know i again being able to run in Pembrokeshire, being able to run in Gower, uh, I've raced in North Wales. I, I did the Snowdonia Trail Marathon. You, you go up Snowdon at about 20 miles. Is that the 90 miler? No, this is, is a slightly different one. Yeah, I don't right. know what you mean. Yeah, because yeah, that one I got like, one of my mates. It's not sl- Slateman or something, is it? That's Slates the one,
0: that's yeah. Like, yeah. he asked me about doing that, and I went, I'm not running 90 miles. T- it's just 10 miles from 100. I was like, I'm not doing it because like, if I'm going that. I do, like, I'm not that 10. race.
1: I think they've only got about three checkpoints in the whole race and I was like what oh, that seemed really fucking slight so I'm not doing that but yeah yeah the, I mean the Snowdonia trail marathon is um you literally hit the bottom of the pig track at Penny Pass at like 20 miles and then you go up Snowdon so Snowdon's about a four mile climb hmm. and I'm like do you know what what a!" and it was an amazing experience hard hmm. race physically demanding I'm looking around me going like, I'm I'm, I'm I'm on work with the gods here this is this is fantastic this is this is absolutely brilliant mm. and i've been really lucky to to see some some really cool stuff you know i've, I've raced in Brecon where i can't think what i think it's inversion people call it where you're above the clouds so i've been i've been up at Fan and done that horseshoe and i've been above right, the clouds. Yeah. the clouds have been below me mm. so you know and i'm not one for stopping i don't i will stop and take pictures mm. and i think in this particular time because I've been stung, I, uh, I said to you earlier, really, I DNF'd the race last year, so I didn't finish the race last year, it got mm. to 40 miles of a 50 miler. And literally I was done, I was done. I spent two hours spewing up at Race HQ. I mean, it literally just wrecked me. But when I got my phone actually with my wife, as my phone was in my pocket, my phone had just been putting my password in, so my phone had put my password in more than 10 times. Yeah, oh, no way. Couldn't do it remotely. Took me, um I had to book a thing at Apple, it took me eleven days to reset my phone. Gosh, it was like unbelievable sort of um, just just different sort of sort of trailing events that happened mm. that that particular day. So I've raced since then, but I've had I always turn my phone off properly mm. so it doesn't happen again. And uh, yeah, I was like oh, I didn't want to take my phone out, but you know, I'd have to get my shit off and, and do yeah, this yeah. and do that. But again, you know, I feel really lucky that you know, I work at a nine to five, five days a week. I've got a really busy job. But then on the weekends, I can sort of throw the shackles off and just go and do stuff. I went through a spate last year of getting up early on a Thursday morning and driving to Brecon and going to Penafan as part of my training mm-hmm. and, and catching the sunrise and stuff. And yeah, that's one of the doing challenges. Doing Facebook yeah, Lives yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Like, Facebook Live from Penafan at, like, I don't know, half past five in the morning as the sun is coming over over the mountains. Mm. is un like I just I'm not a religious person at all I'm not I wouldn't necessarily say I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm an atheist mm. I'm not religious per se but I was like wow like, I mean, I'm, I'm blessed to, to see this mm. I went the week later and it pissed down the whole time <laughs> I was up there it was miserable
0: yeah, yeah. It's, it's
1: really hit and miss up there isn't it? you know you can't you can't plant that sort of thing mm. um, and again you know what as we, as we were saying before being able to to get up and, and run and train I've, I've just literally um been asked to go on a um a leader in running fitness course the, the club i'm part of I'm, i i train with the fast group but i'm at the back of the fast group and in fact i haven't really trained with them properly mm. um for a year because I, I took a year out of track work because they're too quick for me for a start and actually the races i was doing running five minute miles or trying to run a five minute mile pace wasn't conducive to to doing that but then the the coach in that group stepped down and they were like look you know you don't take any shit you'll give us loads of abuse can you can you come and help us out Mm. i did uh and then they've they've just said look you know do you want to do your your leader in running fitness course and then potentially do a coach in running fitness course after and i'm like okay i've i've never been i've never wanted to be the person doing the training and giving out the advice and at the same time because I I'm, 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 I will say, because I'm not the best advocate for things like stretching
0: <laughs> and right things here.
1: I will do, like some people, I, I, I used to run a track session on a Monday night, hard track session. Then I would do a tempo session with the lads on a Tuesday morning. Now mm. that isn't, a running coach would not tell you to do that. Mm. So part of me was like, I don't want to be a coach because I don't want to tell people things. That things itself. that yeah almost things that they you know it. that you need to yeah. but yeah they,
0: you know you should be advocating but that you don't yeah it but it I don't necessarily that, yeah. do myself
1: so when we get to the end of the session now I'm like look guys you know you're all adults you know what stretches to do I'm not gonna take you through them because mm. actually I don't necessarily do them myself stretch once at a track session hit my back <laughs> I haven't done it for two years <laughs> um, and you know look it's I've, I've been lucky enough to as I said to you before to speak on the podcast and, and mm. talk about similar stuff that we talked to tonight um, Feel really privileged you've asked me to come on and 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 just to to go through the sort of things that that, that drives me on, mm. um, and I and I genuinely will say this honestly. Don't let to everybody now. Don't let anything stop you. If you want to do something, go and do it. But mm. just be sensible in your approach to it. Don't just go. Oh well, he made it sound really easy. I'm going to go do a hundred mile tomorrow. Test yourself, you know, do some yeah. ten milers, get comfortable, do a couple of halves, do a marathon. You know, some people you said before, you know, I think it was your cousin just went and did a forty mile race. Yeah. So I know people that have done that. Mm. And I've got nothing nothing but admiration for somebody that goes, I'm just gonna stick my my, my my finger in the wind and see which way the wind's blowing, I'm just gonna go with it and mm. see how we get on. And at the same time, there's a nervousness for me because, you know, I know how hard it can be when you fail. Like I say, London Marathon kicked me in the balls massively. Uh, I've DNF'd another marathon. I've, I've DNF'd uh, an ultra, and it and it does leave you with a little bit of a bitter taste in your mouth. It just yeah, yeah. leave you with that sort of, you know. As much as you say, well, what's the worst that can happen?
0: Yeah. Can kind of knock your confidence suppose, yeah, a little bit? Now, yeah. Even now, you know, I
1: still don't like to fail. I'm I'm more pragmatic about it now. Mm. I'm, I'm more aware of the fact that I ain't going to win it. Mm. If I was in the winning position and someone beat me with hundred meters to go, I'd be like, Oh my God, I've ruined everything. <laughs> Do you know what? I'm, I'm maybe three or four hours after in ultras after the winner. So I'm not, I can't influence how good some people are. I've beaten people in races. Um, I did a 50 mile around the Gower guy called Nathan Fleer, a local lad. Um, I think he's from maybe Ammonford, Connecticut. It might be Swansea he? but he was living in Ammonford, a uh, lot of us did the gower 50 with one more crawl. um he came in about three and a half hours after me within a year he'd won a hundred mile race in 16 hours 20 <laughs> right right brutal pace yeah right. uh and um then he got into a thing called the spartathlon which is an internationally renowned race uh he was running for team gb at the spartathlon mm. um which is all through greece and you finish off in wherever at the feet of the statues of of king leonidas Mm -hmm. um 130 miles or something did it in about 22 hours came first Brit. you know he's in he's in massively experienced company i think he's run for gb in 24-hour races and stuff like that yeah you know like here was a guy that was four or five years ago was 15 stone eating junk food and stuff Mm up running and he's progressed and progressed yeah there's part of me that wants to be i hate people it's yeah. that wants people jealous and stuff and actually do you know what can't be jealous he's the nicest guy you'll ever meet in your mm.
0: life genuinely lovely bloke and i suppose like you said that he's put he's put the he's put the work in oh, as well nice. you know as I mean? means if you've beat, you've beat him at one race but then he's obviously he's kept at it kept at it going at it like probably you know every other day or like every day running and just just kept on going and he's made those uh those massive progressions like to, obviously when you said that 100 miler in 16 hours to, like that that really hits home with me because that 50 mile i did the other day obviously bearing in mind you know my knee was a bit thing but either way it still took me 14 hours and 44 minutes and even without my knee it would have still taken me probably 12 30 yeah probably 12 i think um you know and, and it just puts it into perspective and you know what i mean that like he's done that within pretty much the same amount of he's done double the distance in the same amount of time
1: there's um, there's a company called centurion running and they have got 400 mile races and i think it's four four or five 50 mile races mm. super popular uh, the north downs way the south downs way uh, the thames path 100 and the autumn 100 they their 400 mile races mm. some people do the grand slams they'll enter all four in the same year they're mm-hmm. only about six weeks apart as well um but the course record for for one of those is like 12 10 for 100 miles T- 12 hours 12 hours 10 Oh my God. Yeah, so that. It's either 12 hours 10 or 13 hours 10, 400 miles. That's, that's unbelievable. It's like, the guy, the guy that, that's done it, it's got like, uh, I'm sure he's one of the race directors. It's, got like, it's like a sub eight minute mile average for the whole race. Oh, wow, that's ridiculous. How would, you, how would you say that you train for that? You, Maybe, don't, you don't know. I, yeah. there, I mean, there are races out there that people won't ever hear about yeah there are there are 40 mile track races there are Mm. 24 hour track races so literally as it says in the tin you run around the track for 24 hours Mm. that guy was like Nathan did a race in I want to say Norway Mm. it was on a track but it was a 300 meter track rather than Mm. a 400 meter track which would mess with your head anyway (laughs) which was underneath a sports stadium right so it was only uh, nine foot high Beneath the sports stadium, so I had no windows. Mm-hmm. It was only a three hundred meter track, and there was only nine feet between the track and the ceiling. Yeah, yeah. And you've got to try and run that and keep motivated for fucking twenty four hours. Left. Yeah, so yeah. I, mean, I think he got about twenty hours in, and his head went. And
0: yeah,
1: I mean, these guys are doing in that twenty four hours. They're hitting upwards of like one hundred eighty miles, and you can't get your head around because you got how can someone be that fit? Yeah, how can someone fuel that well that they're doing that hmm. um, and and there are levels to every game and at my level at the minute is that i can get up i, I can find the motivation to train as i say I've, I've done like 1600 miles over lockdown i can go to the gym either either as a single session or, or a second session in the day and i can put myself in a position where or well, I have now put myself in a position where for the first time in probably a long time I'm going I'm actually quite confident about myself do you mm. know what I mean I've never I've never been shy of confidence but actually you know because of the, yeah, like the, the whole social media ah, right. sort of image of, of of blokes and everything I'm like well do you know what I might not be I'm not, I'm not going to be on the cover of Men's Health anytime soon but in my demographic of, of people my age I'm doing alright do you know mm. what I mean and, <laughs> and Swansea's got a great fitness community like yeah, yeah i see obviously lads like you that are younger than me that are working hard i see guys that are my age that are working hard i see people older than me i'm like mm. saying nick who i run with nick owen who i run with every pretty much every day mm. you know he might not be the fastest but he's a stubborn bastard like and yeah he yeah, won't keeps, give
0: up yeah keeps going there won't race yeah run a and race that's it shit, like, but yeah, he'll,
1: yeah he'll get up and run every day
0: mm. And you know what? That that's that's the kind of I love that mindset. You know, like that's that's pretty much the one I've adopted in a sense. it's Like, a, you know, I'm not the fastest runner by you know by any stretch. But you know, it's just I think that's uh, you know I will push myself like you know, like the, the day after that fifty miler, I went to the gym and you know, train chest. You know, what I mean? it was a different muscle group, but you know, you're you're still physically you know like drained on you from from doing something yeah. as exerting as that. And you know, all it took was my mate to ring me. He said that he's like, this is a bit of a fucking stupid question, but he's like, do you fancy the gym? I went, yeah, sounds good. Yeah. You know, and it's like a lot of people will be like, oh, you're mad. You know, they won't, they won't go for it. But uh, you know, I'm like, nah. Do you know what? I just, I just, I want to push myself, not too far, but you know, I, I, I'm still comfortable to a certain extent when I'm doing this kind of stuff. Dude. Yeah. When I went to yeah, do that afterwards, it was, yeah, you know, I knew it was going to be harsh, and I knew I was going to be pushing myself a lot, so I was already drained. But I just thought, do you know what? I'm going to give it a go. Like.
1: I mean, you've got people out there that will say, uh, sell up for a marathon. People mm. will go, Well, I think there's something like you should recover for as long as as the miles that you race or something stupid. You yeah, know, is when you get to that distance. And I'm like, hang on. I'm not rested for twenty five, twenty six days. Yeah, yeah. Like I've ran a marathon and ran the next day. Mm. Like it's not for everybody. But I'm my like my muscle memory is such now that whilst I am literally this old gnarled piece of wood that is got no flexibility in it whatsoever. My muscle memory is such that I can get up and just go and do a 20 mile run. Mm. If someone said to me now, mate, can you run 20 miles tomorrow? I'd be like, yeah. Okay. Like mm. when I, when I paced that marathon last year, I literally got a phone call on the Thursday. Yeah. Are you doing anything this weekend? No. Can you pace marathon Sunday? Uh, all oh, right. Okay. What time? 4 30. Uh, I'm running Friday night but yeah that sounds okay I've I've got got time to (laughs) recover Um, but I am in that really good place that I can do that whereas I know there are other people who will run 10 mile races or run half marathon races and will struggle to get up and down the stairs and that's okay Mm. I don't I don't look at someone who is a level above me and go look at this geezer you know Mm. I've never ran other than on race weeks I've never ran a hundred mile a week during lockdown, I did I did one of the weeks. I did a half marathon every day. Yeah, but not not more, not less. So you know, between thirteen point one and thirteen point five, I think was the longest. I could have run more. I felt great. And it, and I ended up doing a ninety-six mile a week, mm. right? And every like loads, of everyone, loads of people going, mate, four miles. <laughs> yeah, like fuck, four, you've 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 got up every day to run a half marathon every morning. Four miles. Could you not have just done that extra twelve hundred mile a week? And I was like. But the, but the plan was, 13 miles a day, and if I can't be strict with that, mm. then then what's the point of having a plan in the first place? Yeah, because yeah. yeah. a plan, a plan is just a a, a dream unless you do something about it. We used to talk about what we would like doing a half a every day. Now, I know there are people out there. Around the same time I was doing that, there's a guy called Gary Howells, uh, who is a I'm hoping this right. I'm sure he's a physiotherapist. It may not be he's a therapist, but he's something like that, very good runner, again, does ultras and stuff like that. Over Knathley Way, I'm sure he did a marathon, a treadmill marathon every day. Mm. So, yeah, great. Oh, I couldn't um, have yeah, a treadmill. Yeah, yeah, oh. yeah. And not, not slow either, you know, sort yeah. talk, of talk, talking like sub 330, and 320, 315 yeah. on a treadmill for a week. All right. Now, I'm like, look at me, I've done 30 miles a day. Meanwhile, Gary's doing 26 miles a day. Mm. Meanwhile, my friend, Paul, who we talked about earlier, won the 160 mile race over the weekend. He did a race called the accumulator in, I think it was April or May. So day one, you run one mile. Day mm. two, you run two miles. Day three, day four, day five. So the week I decided to run half mile, every day was day 25, day 26, 27, 28, 29, 30, 31. And that's how many miles you had to run that day. So that day, that week ended up being a 208 mile week for him. <laughs> Meanwhile, I was was knocking around, like tipping my hat at everybody, going, Whoa, look at me, I've done 96 miles. Mm. And you suddenly go, Actually, I'm just this little fish in this big pond of people that have got massive balls and will go and do stuff. Yeah. And it excites me that it's something that I'll go, I might do that next year.
0: Yeah, yeah. It gives you something to aim towards as well, doesn't it? Like, do you know what I mean? Like, obviously, you know, until speaking to you now, I knew about people doing these crazy things, but I didn't realize there was this, this many people locally. That are doing those sorts of miles and you know that kind of crazy shit because you know like obviously I've, I've gone and done that 50 and i don't know where anyone else really who's done that other than like you know you doing the hundred and like stuff like that so it's it's quite it is good to know like like you said but there you know it is just little fish in a big pond type thing you know what i mean and, and it gives you that more you know, motivation then to go and chase after it and to do more essentially
1: i, di- I did the first ultra i did um as i said was a 40 mile road mm-hmm. race um approached it like a marathon went off at a ridiculous like eight minute mile pace how hard can it be got to 30 miles was on my ass like yeah, proper yeah. <laughs> on my ass but at the start of the race the race director uh, was like um there was maybe 25 of us there and there was this really athletic looking older lady mm. you know she had the, the sort of three quarter leggings on you know she looked as though she could she knew how to run and the race director's gone, oh, you know, look, uh, just want to say a really massive well done, don't embarrass her to, to um, Rosie, something like that. Like, today's her 300th marathon and ultra marathon. And I was like, holy shit. And I looked straight at this woman, right? And yeah. I was like, bam. And then this other little sort of doddering old woman came around from behind her and was like, I told you not to say anything. And I was like, what? Mm-hmm. Hang on. What's it? This is your three hundredth She She's like, yeah, because uh, it's my birthday today as well, and, I, and I've run a marathon. She'd just been to um there was like a some sort of marathon festival where they ran five marathons on about. It's like, my sixth marathon this week, or you know, marathon this week, and I was just like, I couldn't <laughs> feel any more inferior than I do yeah, now yeah. <laughs> to a nearly you know to a nearly sixty year old woman. But she was like, but this is this is my thing, mm. this is what I do, you know, you'll hit these numbers soon, I mean, I've done, I think all told, I have probably hit 50 marathons and ultras. Mm. probably could have and should have done more, and again, like I say, a lot of that is my reluctance to to constantly put upon my family to, to go away for weekends and, you know, follow mm. me around and, and waste their Saturdays while I'm, out of the Hulu lap. So, but I'm, I'm proud of that. You know, when I did London and failed, I didn't fail, I finished, I got a London Marathon medal. Yeah. But in my mind, it was a, an absolute shit show. Mm. You know, I'd have been, ha- I'd have, what I could have happily walked away there and then and gone, why didn't I go and do something else? Uh, ultimately, I'm glad I, I stayed the course. Ultimately, I'm glad I'm, I'm still running and I'm still competitive will i be like my friend nick when i'm 59 will i still be getting up at five o'clock in the morning and going out running maybe not do you know mm. what i mean and at the same time i i don't want to i don't want to stop running and walk away from it or or stop any sort of training without going do you know what i gave it my best there's there's a guy um you may not know heard of him there's a guy called steve prefontaine he was an amazing um middle distance runner i think i think he ran up to sort of maybe 5k in america in the 80s died in a i think he was died in a car crash but he was like he just went balls out mm. it was literally everything he did was balls to the wall he had this like cool tash the long hair he was this proper you know he came onto the running scene everyone's like who the fuck is this guy he ran out of oregon he was nike athlete and all this And he was like, you know what? To give anything less than your best is to sacrifice the gift. If you've got something, like one day my hips or my knees might go, and I might not be able to run. So until that until that time comes, fuck it, I'm going to go out every day and I'm going to go out and I'm going to enjoy it. You know, um, I said about my friend earlier. You know, he was flying through the ranks in the army. He was army powerlifting this and that and the other, and then one fatal step, and and he lost both his legs. And his life could have been over. I've got another friend who's a triple amputee, lost both his legs in his left arm. He's been to the Invictus Games twice. But he won a gold in the rowing. He's like, only got one fucking like arm. Yeah, yeah, But again, it's that it's that tenacity of not giving in. He's done the race across America on a handbike. And effectively only one of his hands is doing any of the work. He's mm. got a fucking right arm like Popeye. But you know, these guys, I'm like people say, Who's your heroes? And you know the the young kids will go you know the the messies and the Ronaldos and the famous sports people my heroes are people whose lives could have could have ended up in in suicide because of just the sheer weight of what's happened to them mm. driving them down into the depths of depression and out of that they've been to the olympics they've been to the invictus games mm-hmm. and they've done this the race across America they've they've done this and they've battled diversity um, and won and won you know and yeah. like I say you know my my friend was you know he was one lift away from I mean like I say he's European champion all that sort of stuff I'm sure he got bronze in the world but at the Olympics I think he came about a fifth Mm. I'm like there are seven billion people on the planet what percentage of those are disabled who knows mm. but of that percentage of people you were the fifth best person in your sport, in the world. Like, you know, he's got pictures of him with Usain Bolt and the, the Princess, Har- uh, Prince Harry and, and William and all that sort of stuff in mm. the Commonwealth Games in Scotland, he's, you know, he was on the BBC being being interviewed and all that sort of stuff. I mean, the guy's an absolute sort of tour de force. Like Everything he does, he's a, he's a large and large character, public speaker and all that sort of stuff. Mm. But when you watch him lift and train, on his own, in the garage, belting out you know reps of of 120s 130s and you just go like oh, shit you know something happens to him now mm-hmm. he's going to slowly crush himself to death because you ain't able to lift that off him yeah, yeah he is a monster like there's my hero there's there's the sort of people the, the everyday bloke who has to work nine to five and gets up and trains before work or trains after work whilst entertaining kids and grandkids like, they're my heroes because they're the people that aren't on 60 grand a week mm. who who have got everything given and this isn't slagging off sports people by the way but if you're a professional footballer you're on 60 70 grand a week you've got your physio your doctors oh you've hurt your knee we'll get you out to America we'll get you in an operation Joe blogs in the street mate. they're on the NHS waiting list for seven months mm. meanwhile they can't work and they're, they're struggling with the bills and they're putting weight on and everything becomes a struggle those people will still get up and train and train and train. They're, they're the people I look up to, and they're the ones where I go, Do you know what? When when your footballers and your rugby players have a bit of a shit game, I'd love to go and do a team talk for, for the Swans and go, You know, it's not just that it's about the working man. Mm. Like everything that you get to do for your job, they do before work or after work and on a weekend and their job, mm. and they get paid a fraction of ten
0: percent yeah
1: of your of your weight wa- of your weekly wage yeah you know every every two or three months or something like that
0: but i think it, it do you know what, it builds uh it builds a better mindset i think when you do you know like what you say that when you're consciously getting up at stupid o'clock in yeah. the morning to go and get after it you know and you're consciously putting yourself through all of these different things uh you know i think it does develop a, a much better mind a hardened mindset like as opposed to like you said there somebody a footballer who's yeah they're earning a lot of money but how much how much depth is there to them, you know, as a, as a person? Do you know what I mean? Because they're not they're not going through that hardship in the same way that other people are. So
1: yeah, it's, it's like the, the Gareth Bale thing at the minute. Everyone's mm. like Zidane's disrespecting Gareth Bale, you know. Screw Real Madrid, you mm. know they're paying him whatever it is, four hundred k a week. You know, mm. fuck it, sit on the sidelines, play golf, enjoy yourself. Like and then and then like you will get other people that will go. Do you know what? Uh, he's just being childish. He's just being petulant. Before Gareth Bale went to Real Madrid, and, and at, during his time at Real Madrid, he was one of the, the best players in the world. Mm. The, the the raw pace, the, you know, the the abilities got is amazing. I don't care whether he stays on the bench or not. It doesn't bother me. Being English, you know, the fact that he's not <laughs> playing it may mean that if we ever play Wales that he won't score another goal or something. Like <laughs> yeah. well, but what a waste of talent. Mm. Have some humility, right? If you're on 300 grand a week, mate, have some humility and go, do you know what? Fuck it. I'll take I'll take a pay coach. get me out of here. I want to get back to playing. And I want to show everybody mm. how good I am. Yeah, do you yeah. know what I mean? Like, and people say shit like, oh, I'd go and play football, professional football for free. Like it's, professional football is no joke, mm. you know? You can get, f- not fired, but you know, you can get put for sale, you know, you can get injured really quickly, you can, there's ups and downs into any professional sport. But you know what? I just I hate to see people just wasting away on the sideline. You know, I'd like to think that that if Gareth Bale had got the right advisors, he saw someone in his ear going, "Mate, just sit there and take the cash," mm-hmm. and he's believed in that hype. I'd be knocking on the club door going, "Look, I've not I've not tried to learn Spanish. The press don't like me, despite the fact that I've won all these medals and, and trophies and scored amazing goals in Champions League finals and stuff. Let's let's let's." Cuts the chase. Put me up for sale. Mm. And, uh, I'll, I'll take a reduce. I'll take a pay cut. You know, nothing drastic, but I'll I'll go somewhere else to get me out of here because it's not mutually beneficial for, for either of us. Mm. Um, and and you know what? That that's I think that's the way I'd like to to think I would be. Getting up at, get up at five o'clock in the morning. Yeah, some days it's a grid. Some days, especially in the winter, I want I want to put my alarm on. um on snooze and I want to go back to sleep, but when I do that and it does happen occasionally, I will see people running later on and I'll be so annoyed. Mm. Like even now when I've out to, to work <laughs> and I've started travelling again, you know, like my head office is in Birmingham and stuff, and I have to travel about. If I can't train on a normal training morning and I see people out running, I'm like, fuck! You know, this is awful. This is mm. like I'm going to have to
0: four more. Going to have to get out and do fear, something. It's massive fun it. Yeah. I have to get back and do something.
1: So. Yeah, I mean, you know, look. There's a. For me, the the, the fitness industry, the the Instagram models and all that sort of stuff is it it, it can consume you. The influencers, they they can rep, falsely represent and 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 show everything that's wrong in in wanting to be fit and healthy. And then there's people like you and I, who are you know no one's paying me to say shit, mate. You know, mm. If I say Maney's is, is a good gym, it's because I go down there. People don't mind me dragging shit about. People don't mind me writing stuff on the chalkboards and, and, and other people will go up and go, Do you know, what, I might give that a bash. Like mm. I'm, I've am i got nothing to flog. I've got nothing to, to influence. <laughs> You're going out doing 50 miles on your Jack Jones just to see if you can. And then you've got people going, whoa. And it and it, it stumps on people. Like, Hang on a minute. Do you see Ryan? What Ryan did on the weekend? And yeah. again, it's not... It's not because you want your ego polished, but you, you know, you might kickstart someone yeah. else to go, I could do that.
0: Yeah, well, one of the main That's reasons the I, did I that was, that, that was pretty much spot on what you said there. The, the two kind of, one of them was to see, you know, to test myself and to just be like, yeah, I can do this and, you know, and, and push myself beyond that kind of perceived limit or self-perceived limit. And the other one was to, like you said with that, to... For other people to see it and to go do you know well fuck he's gone and done that you know i've been running with him before or whatever or you know he was even i've run the same half marathon with him before like i could probably go and do that too you know what's what are my lim- what are the limitations yeah what's you know stopping
1: I mean? me from doing that yeah
0: that's it and that's the kind of message i want to promote really so you know
1: and, and you know like obviously everything at the minute especially for for guys you know there's a lot has been pushed around mental health awareness and, mm. and men especially because you know we're terrible with our feelings and all this sort of stuff and I don't know what it is with me like I'm I'm at that age now where like people are sharing videos on Facebook of American soldiers coming home or something I'm like weighing up in the kitchen like jeez I need to turn this off mm. you know what's going on but, but there are some people out there that don't want to talk about their feelings they want to go through everything alone they they they, they make things hard for themselves the endorphins I get from training mm. get me through the day and I'm not saying that like, I'm, not, I'm not depressed. I'm, I'm lucky. I've got a loving wife. I've got a great little lad. Mm. Um, my dog, as annoying as he is because he still shit and hides it around the house. <laughs> he took a block of butter on Tuesday and we still don't yeah. know where it is, but it's somewhere. <clears throat> it's, it's amazing. Um, I've got some good mates who are reliable and trustworthy. So, you know, when I say it helps me get through the day, you know, like, I'm, I'm in that hate, love-hate relationship with my job. Mm. I love it because I'm good at it. And I hate it because I wish I could be doing something else. Mm. But, you know, I'm a round peg in a round hole and, and, it, and it works. So if I've gone out and done a run in the morning, I know that I can work and I might have to work a little bit later. I might have to do a little bit more. I'm, I'm not the one on the clock going, Oh no, I need to go out for a run. Mm. But yeah, i also supposed yeah, yeah, to time with my lad and I need to, you know, do some reading with him or whatever. So I will sacrifice and I was kicked to do that and it's good for my mental health and, and if I could advocate to anybody, whether it's football or park run or running or the gym, get involved in something. Go and go and do something and it doesn't have to be full and this is another thing that lads do. I haven't done anything for five years. I'll go and do hundred miles an hour. I'll mm. go and do this hot you know, Murph. I'll just go and bang on it. would be easy, I'll go and bang on that I used to be able to do pull ups ten years ago. Mm build into it. Do you know what? I still get tired walking up the stairs. I get to the top of the stairs. I'm like, what the fuck's just happened there? I'm blowing, you know, <laughs> yeah. and I'm like, I've run, I've run 20 miles this morning. I can't get up the stairs, 20 stairs without blowing, mm. but that is life. Life mm. gets in the way sometimes as well. If you can't do it, don't stress. Your, your fitness will not suffer. Like I'm going away this weekend. So I'm going to try and get 50 miles in by Friday. I'm not going to run Saturday, Sunday, may get a run in Monday when we come back my fitness isn't going to suffer because i don't run those two days mm. if anything i'll relax you know i'll let my muscles yeah you'll feel you'll feel, feel, yeah. feel better for it, hopefully feel a bit fresher mm. um but yeah you know there's some there's some people out there and there'll probably be people listening that go you know i'd love to get back into it how do i get back into it you know swansea's got some amazing gyms they've got some great people out there there's loads of people to talk to the the, the online community the mm. Twitter community is, is fantastic you know what I regularly get messages on on Facebook and uh, so Twitter and Instagram of people going mate that's fucking that looks awesome how mm. did you do that where'd you do that or Jesus like I wouldn't like to do that I'm like okay just temper it down a bit don't do so many calories you know only do three rounds instead of five mm. but don't say
0: yeah, people want to go for the big the big goal and the big thing and you know, big what ticket good right, and yeah, stuff yeah. like that. And, you know, like they want to do the marathon or the half marathon, but then they don't want to do all the 10Ks and the 5Ks and whatever beforehand. You know, I think, yeah, sometimes it's like you said, they're not jumping in head first, especially if you haven't trained for a while. It's just, you know, tiptoe yourself in, 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 but also, like, have the ambition to be like, yeah, I am going to run that, you know, that marathon or whatever. But I'm also accepting of the fact that, you know, I haven't run yeah um, more than 5k in like a couple of years or a couple of months or whatever so i need to get these couple of runs in and stuff like that just to get my body a little bit more used to it and and then push it forward like but uh yeah. but one of the things while you're on the topic of mental health i was just going to say now before we finish up um what we talked about earlier with uh, ollie Treviso. so um for the guys listening and watching ollie Treviso he's i don't know how many miles he's done in a minute Do you know how many miles he's done
1: no i mean he's done you know he's done it I think um, I saw some boys have put some some pictures on him on mm. the weekend. I mean, he's 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 cracked on hard. Yeah, yeah, he's down doing the coastal path, and obviously a day, having run hundred miles out that coastal path that he's he's going to get to later on. Yeah, uh, you know what what an unbelievable effort he's put in, and and mm. you know raising awareness and raising you know money. I think for for such a positive cause, mm. um, and I know he's he's done quite well in terms of the the, the raising
0: of the money as well. I think yeah. he's smashed his target. So. Uh, yeah, I think his so. His uh, brother Joe's been doing. Uh, he's been just doing Joe? Yeah, A. He's been doing. You know, all the fundraising for him. But yeah, anyone listening, just uh, if you have a look at Trev's Treb's Trek on Instagram, um, and just have a little gander of that. Yeah, because that's you know what he's doing is really good.
1: Because he's doing he's doing the whole length, I think, of the, uh, coastal, of the path. coastal path, yeah. isn't it? Which yeah, is like eight hundred right? mm. and sixty miles, eight hundred seventy miles, something like that. Mm. You know, and, and as I say, having run different portions, of that I mean, obviously, I've. I've Probably ran two hundred miles of it, and and plus some more in different races. Mm. Getting up every day and walking that, but you meet people and people, you know, you start to talk to people. It, it'll make it sounds daft. it will make friends while he's walking. Mm. I think people have been very generous in either sponsoring him while he's walking, or or you know, from what I saw on social media on the weekend, I saw sure people people have been. Uh, generous you feeding him and washing bringing, his clothes, yeah, washing <laughs> clothes unbelievable you know what mm. and you need that you you really mm. do it's 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 so important you know blokes and down here especially i found swansea is it's quite a hard place mm. all these different suburbs of swansea your town halls your males your penlands mm. da, 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 all over swansea morriston where i live um you know the, there's blokes that will be there'll be jack the lad on on a friday and sadly they 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 will take their own life on on a on a sunday and mm. you go like but it, but he was amazing yesterday it's like you, you never know what someone else is going through you never you know all, all the cliches and anything else you can't choose a book by its cover you know what if you see a change in somebody um, if they're distant, if they're not answering their phone, if they're not answering messages, if, they, if they're if seeming preoccupied, do you know what? Take the initiative and ask your mate what the problem is. And if they say nothing and it continues, be persistent.
0: Yeah, yeah. Probe, probe, you know, probe them a little Probe
1: a little bit more and, and, and pull them to one side and, and challenge their behaviour. And, and do you know what? And I, and I don't mean that in an aggressive way, but just go, look, you know, let's talk. You know, Meet them for a coffee. Meet them away from the group. Mm. Where they, you know, and... and gain their trust so they don't feel they're going to be ridiculed because it is so important that we stop these things happening. I mean, I I know a couple of guys through the army that have committed suicide and sadly this year there's, there's been a small number of people that I, I didn't know but I was in the Royal Engineers and in the wider core group. I've got friends that, that knew people who have committed suicide and, and I just, you know, I know some people think it's selfish. I, I personally think it's just a tragic, waste of life when actually mm. if you talk to people it's, and we all say it my phone's always on the kettle's on but if you know someone's struggling have a chat with them mm. talk to them you know go and and you know like i say you know make make a thing of it but get gain their trust and just help them out there's so many different signposts you can you can give them mm. um and yeah you know i think it's, it's just something we, we all need to look out for each other really
0: yeah Hundred percent. I think we've uh, we've we've gone on for a Cover good it. while we yeah, that's so uh, no there's a lot of information in there to be fair for but no, the thanks guys for having me on I really appreciate it. No, thank you very much. Lovely to meet you in person, thank you thank you. So, no. Thanks, Paul. Well.